God bless you so much. You may be seated. We're very, very thankful to join you in service today. Um, Pastor Herring has requested us to come several times, and um, it finally uh, worked out for us to be able to arrive, and we're very thankful for it. Sickness and just a whole bunch of other things that got in the way, surgeries and so on. But um, I'm thankful that it just came together for us to join you. And uh, very, very appreciative of what we feel here in the house of the Lord. The praise team did a tremendous job, and the hall sang beautifully. Got to have them sing at camp meeting. Praise God. <laughs> Amen. But uh, what a wonderful privilege to be here with you. And uh, I recognize a few faces, but... Uh, uh, very good. I don't recognize a whole bunch of you. <laughs> and that speaks well of your pastor and uh, the leadership team and everyone involved in uh, bringing truth to the valley. Praise God. And I'm thankful that that's our purpose. That's our goal. That's our desire. Amen. Good to see Sister Elaine. Very thankful for her faithfulness through the years and uh, the Lord doing a work for her, and, and uh, all of you. All, uh, when I first met Brother Herring, uh, he was a manager um, at, a, at a retail outfit in Kenai. And let, let, me, uh, let me just brag on him a bit. Um, he, if he so chose, he could be an executive at a large company uh, today, if, uh, if he had desired to do that, that's his talent, that's his ability, that's his business acumen. But I'm thankful that God called him. Amen. I'm thankful that God enabled him and that God chose him. Praise God. And he has made the most of that calling uh, with scripture, with loving people, with preaching truth and standing through the years uh, for this gospel. Amen. We appreciate it very, very much. I'm very thankful for what the Lord has done. Amen. You know, uh, churches in Alaska, Yukon, um, some, I should say, uh, have a rotation that, uh, that happens. And it's actually unusual, Mr. has been. So he is due double honor, like the Bible says, and we're very, very thankful for that. Amen. And uh, the blessings that God has brought with Sister Herring and, uh, and the boys and their faithfulness to the Lord, uh, that, that can't be measured by anything uh, that the world would offer in terms of uh, accomplishment or measurement or any of those aspects. But we're so very thankful for the goodness of God and the blessings of the Lord that have come our way and your faithfulness. Amen. Thankful there's, I'm looking at a whole bunch of them right now, men and women. Praise God. And uh, very glad for the goodness of the Lord. Amen. Christopher is doing really well. Uh, he's at prayer meeting. He's at Bible study. He's at uh, Sunday service. <laughs> Amen. And uh, I know he's doing a good job learning to drive truck, and then he'll be back up here 
I know in short order. So I'm very appreciative of all of you and the opportunity to be in the house of the Lord with you. I'm glad my wife is able to come as well. I tried, bro, to get her to be ready to sing today, but <laughs> I tried. <laughs> but um, it'll work out, and uh, she's working uh, against a uh, sore throat a little bit today, so I understand. But God bless you so much. I'd like for you to stand as we turn to the book of Acts. Very, very familiar, uh, familiar passage, I'm sure. Uh, nine. Uh, this is the conclusion of uh, 40 days that the Lord has spent removing any doubt, removing any fear, removing any unbelief that he is alive and powerful. Praise God. And um, the 40 days were spent with his disciples, affirming them, assuring them, letting them know again the promises that were going to be fulfilled. If it was me, Brother Herring, I, I would have gone knocking on Pilate's door and say, remember me? I would have shown up at the chief priest and said, now, you're supposed to know Scripture. Scripture has been fulfilled. The Lord didn't bother with that. There are some things that we don't need to bother with. There's disciples that need to be made. Oh, my. Praise God. And the Lord focused on that for 40 days. That's amazing. And now here at the conclusion of that time, when he had spoken these things, while they beheld, he was taken up. And a cloud received him out of their sight. Verse 10. And while they looked steadfastly toward heaven as he went up, behold, two men stood by them in white apparel. Verse 11. Which also said, Ye men of Galilee, why stand ye gazing up into heaven? This same Jesus, which is taken up from you into heaven, shall so come in like manner as you've seen him go into heaven. Now this passage, Pastor Herring, is written and be shared in a message on a Sunday morning. But let me focus on that one word, gazing. Gazing. The definition of gazing is to fix the eyes in a steady, intent look, often with eagerness or studious attention. They were gazing as he ascended. Praise God. And oh my, the anticipation, the eagerness, the attitude of there's more to come. It's not over. <laughs> Praise God. And I thank the Lord. That's our attitude that can develop as well. And knowing there's more that God wants to give us. There's more that God wants to show us. Praise God. Amen. You can be seated. The Lord bless you. I know in the aspect of gazing that sometimes we fix our eyes on nothing. And we call that daydreaming. Just, just gazing. I remember, uh, and maybe some of you can recall as well, that there were pictures on, uh, on the wall that just seemed to be a pattern. They, they didn't show anything. Uh, they, they just were a, a sequence over and over. 
And you had to stare at that pattern and uh, change your, cross your eyes or do something until suddenly it became a 3D picture. Remember those? When I first saw them, I thought, oh, this is some graduate's project to time people and how long they'll stare at that and then finally wander off. But somehow I, I crossed my eyes or I just dolphins jumping or, you know, whatever the picture held on uh, that, uh, that pattern that was established. And I, I, I don't see those anymore. I, I, I found it online and just so I remembered correctly that uh, those things existed. And there are uh, artists today who can do a great deal of, um, in, in their scenic picture, in their landscape, of hiding things. You know, there's 11 wolves in this picture. See if you can find them all. And my trigger finger starts to itch a little bit as I'm, as I'm looking at that. I hope that doesn't offend anybody. <laughs> but when you want to see Jesus, it's no puzzle. When you want to see Jesus, there's no trick. When you want to see Jesus, it's not something that you have to do and um, provide some kind of means, some kind of uh, avenue. Thank God he's right there to minister to you. He's right there to show up and bless you and provide for you. And I'm thankful that he's able to do that kind of work. Praise God. When you long to see him, when you desire to find him, when you seek him with all your heart, I'm so thankful God doesn't play games with you. God doesn't just hold you over a fire. I'm thankful the Lord shows up. Amen. And he does his work. And he provides his blessing. And he ministers to us. Because in his presence, the Bible lets us know, there is fullness of joy. Not just a smidgen, not just a part, not just a little bit. I can find fullness of what I need in the Lord, hunger for and desire. I thank God that I can focus on him, gaze upon him, and know he'll be there to minister. Praise God. I get encouragement from verses like uh, Luke 5 and 17. It came to pass on a certain day as he was teaching that there were Pharisees and doctors of the law sitting by, which were come out of every town of Galilee and Judea and Jerusalem. That's quite a gathering. And, and I, I wish I could say they were there because of, uh, of desire, uh, because of wanting to know, because of wanting to find out. But uh, we read in the scripture that more than likely they were there to criticize. They were there to critique. They were there to find fault. God help us to have the right attitude when we're seeking the Lord, when we're in his house, when we want to be in his presence. But I, I read that passage and know and recognize the power of the Lord was present to heal them. Amen. Even in the midst of an attitude of situations that were not favorable, were not situations that uh, would be conducive to his teaching and his power, he's there to heal. Oh, thank God. The story goes on to one of my favorite stories, Pastor Herring, of the lame man being let down through the roof. I love to preach that message because of it shows the power of God, the determination of friends, the need of the individual, and God. 
and God, and God did his work. Hallelujah. Oh, thank the Lord. It's good for me, the Bible says, to draw near to God. I have put my trust in the Lord God that I may declare all thy works. Good for me. Good for you. <laughs> yes, it is. I'm thankful for the power of the Lord. You probably heard your mom, your dad say, it's good for you. Cod liver oil, my Lord, have mercy. It's good for you. Yeah. I'm thankful I know that the Lord's got things good for me. Good for me. You know, the disciples gazing now, the Lord ascending, they had many opportunities, many instances where they gazed at the things of God. Uh, right from the beginning, their nets being full. Uh, the Lord telling them to launch out. They had fished all night. And the Lord told them, go ahead and cast your nets again. And they declared, nevertheless, at thy word. It's good to take him at his word. It's good to trust his word. It's good to believe his word. Your pastor is a master of the word, and he presents it very strongly, very straight. Praise God. And you can be assured he knows what this book called the Bible says. And that's what he's going to teach. That's what he's going to preach. That's what he's going to live. That's what he's going to stand for. Praise God. Amen. Nevertheless, at thy word, I'll follow through. Praise God. And they gazed at those full nets, teeming with fish, wondered, how could he do that? How could he know? How could he provide? Praise God. And they were just beginning to find out what he could do. And some of you are just beginning. <laughs> Praise God. Amen. Been over 50 years for me, and I still am amazed, amazed what God can do, how he can bless, how can he can minister, how he can provide, how he can heal, how he can heal. Praise God. Amen. I thank the Lord that he does a work that is beyond our imagination. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank God. You can, you can take a moment to gaze at this sanctuary and just be impressed. As, my, my, this is beautiful. What a tremendous job you've done. There's no cutting corners. There's no, you know, this is good enough. This, this is temporary. <laughs> uh, we'll, we'll do it better later. No, you did a great job. Give yourselves a hand of how well you've done. Praise God. Amen. Amen. And as my wife prophesied, praise God, you're going to be building some more. You're going to be doing more. Hallelujah. Because the same God who filled up the nets with those disciples can fill up your nets right here. Hallelujah. God can bring out the increase. God can provide those that will come in in response and answer to the truth. Keep sowing the seeds of truth. Keep sowing the word of God. Be not weary in well-doing. You shall reap in due season. If you faint not, the power of God is going to be displayed. The Lord is going to be shown. Oh, my God's got to work for you. Hallelujah. And your laborers together with God. Now, that sounds like a winning team to me. <laughs> Praise God. Oh, the blessing of the Lord. The Lord walking on the water, uh, they didn't see it as a miracle to start with. They were scared. 
You know, some things the Lord does is very much out of the ordinary. You know, we, we think in human terms. We think of how things should be, you know, just in, uh, within our realms, within our sphere, and so on. But think about that. They uh, were going across the lake at night in a storm. And the Lord saw them. Oh, it was dark. How could he see them? They were in a storm. How could they be visible to him? Because he's God. Because he knows. And he'll see you in your storm. He'll come in your darkness. Praise God. They, they didn't know what to do. I'm glad that Paul wrote, in nothing terrified by your adversaries. In nothing terrified by those that are, uh, stand against you in the spiritual realm. Amen. And don't be afraid of him. Oh, don't be afraid of the, you know, the, he tries to scare you. He tries to terrify you. He tries to hold you back. Declare in the name of Jesus Christ that there's victory. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise God. See, when you're baptized in the name of Jesus Christ, you're not just getting wet. You're not just going through a ceremony. You're not just doing a routine. <laughs> You've got the name above every name that you can call upon now. Hallelujah. You can rebuke the devil in the name of Jesus Christ, and he will flee. You resist him in the name above every name, and he cannot stand against you. He cannot defeat you. He cannot bring forth his fear and discouragement. The power of God will be there to minister to your needs and lift you up in his power and his presence. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And they received him in the... I am is what he was saying. Praise God. Be not afraid. They received him into the ship. Calm. Now, I've been in some rough water. I call it dry mouth time. You're so scared you can't even spit. Go down in the trough between the waves and all you see is water. You come back up and, oh, that's where we're headed. And back down again. That was probably the circumstances that they were in. But all of a sudden it's calm. I think they would have gazed at the calm for a few minutes. I think they would have looked at each other and kind of shrugged and raised their eyebrows. And then they looked at the one who made it calm. And oh, that's where their gaze stayed. That's when they realized he has power over the wind and the waves. Hallelujah. Praise God. They gazed at the one who calmed the storm. Praise God. Amen. Uh, I've been in, in spiritual circumstances where it seems like the wind continues to blow and the wind continues to roar and it seems like the circumstances have not changed, but God changed something in me. God changed my mind. God changed my heart. God changed my outlook and helped me to understand it's going to be okay. <laughs> Praise God. Oh, I'm thankful. He invites those who are burdened, those who are heavy laden, those who need rest. He says, come unto me, and I will give you. Praise God. And I've done that over and over. 
Praise God. In circumstances that seemed impossible. But God. Ah, I want to keep my gaze on him. I want to keep looking at him. Circumstances can change. Situations can come. Trials and tribulations might try to overthrow us, but keep your gaze on him. Hallelujah. He'll provide for you. I think about Peter, James, and John walking with the Lord up that mountain. And then all of a sudden, Moses and Elijah appear. Now, now stop and think about this. Moses was not allowed in the promised land. He could gaze into the promised land. But now, Peter, James, and John are standing there. They're gazing at the one who is shining bright, brighter than the sun. And then Moses and Elijah. How could they identify them? Oh, my. Just think of what to you. Praise God. But here's Moses. Moses, now remember, is the one who said, show me your glory. Now what is he seeing? Oh, my, God manifests in the flesh. The almighty king of kings and lord of lords who clothed himself in flesh standing there before him. So two requests. He's now in the promised land. He's seeing the glory of God like he's never seen. <laughs> Can God bring your desires to pass? Can God fulfill what you want to see in him? What you want to experience in him, the power that you desire to have him display, oh my, God can bring forth that goodness. God can show forth his power. God can do the work for you. Whole lot better than just standing in the cleft of the rock. Now in the very presence of God, hallelujah. Do you think he gazed around? This is the promised land. <laughs> oh yeah. God's power, God's goodness, and the Lord shining bright and the voice declaring, in whom I am well pleased. Mm -hmm. See, because the Bible says, in him dwelleth all the fullness of the Godhead bodily. Ah, that's why we can keep gazing at him. That's why we can keep our eyes upon him. Now, it came to an end, too suddenly. The three and a half years full of miracles, full of healings, full of uh, wonderful truths, powerful truths, amazing, amazing fashion. But now, in, in sorrow, in sadness, in, in, in horror, really, they're looking at a cross. And the one they thought was the Savior is dying six hours upon that cross. Beaten, bloody, falsely accused, crown of thorns. You, you're familiar with the story. And then the darkness, the earthquake, the veil being torn open in the temple, and the Lord declaring, it is finished. They stood there gazing. They thought it was over. They thought, this is it. 
it's done. All the wonderful things he did, all the times that he healed, all the miracles that he performed, all the truth that he taught, it's over. It's done. They gazed at his body, Joseph and Nicodemus taking it down, the reality and finality of death gripping them, the stone, the seal, the soldiers. I don't know if they remembered Daniel in the lion's den because there was a stone, there was a seal, there was soldiers, there was all of it. Probably not. Probably their fear, their sorrow, the gloom of the situation probably crowded everything else out and all they could see was it's over. It's done. It's finished. And even though they heard time and again about three days, even though they, uh, they were assured, had little grins on their faces, you know, and uh, looking at one another and nodding to the soldiers uh, that just wait, just wait. But unfortunately, circumstances had beaten them down just like we feel sometimes, just like we're up against it sometimes, and we don't know what to think, don't know where to turn, don't know how to even pray. And the days go by. The gloom does not lift. The situation does not get better. They're behind closed shutters, locked doors. You're fearful. They're next. Doesn't look very bright, but praise God, that doesn't stop the Lord. That doesn't hold God back. That doesn't keep him from fulfilling his word. Their reaction uh, was you know, a little bit perplexing, unbelief and doubt, even though he's, he's right there. The women, God bless the women who are faithful, who stand for the Lord, who continue to step out. Even though they told of seeing angels and telling them he's not here, he is risen, they thought it was idle tales. Now, these are the people who followed him for three and a half years. <laughs> They're the ones that had saw him raise the dead themselves. That 12-year-old girl, the widow of Nain's son, Lazarus, they, they saw it all. And by the way, I'm thankful that each instance of was a 12-year-old and then probably uh, a young man in his late teens or early 20s, and then Lazarus was probably a contemporary, maybe just in his 30s. God's trying to say something to young people. God bless the young people that stood who were involved in, in quizzing, involved in all of the things that you were doing. Keep in mind that God's got powerful life available for you God's got good things that he wants to display for you. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank the Lord for his goodness. Praise God. And then, did they gaze at him when all of a sudden he showed up and said, Peace be unto you? He knew what they needed. He knew what was going through their minds. He knew what was in their hearts. He knew the fear, the concern, the anxiety. And that's why he said it four times. Peace be unto you. Praise God. 
Oh, I'm thankful that the Lord knows exactly what we need. He knows exactly what we're going through. He knows the difficulties that we face. He knows what we're up against. Praise God. And he's able to minister to every need. Praise God. He opened the scriptures to them. And I wonder, they must have gazed at him in wonder from time to time. Just excited, thankful. And I'm so thankful the Lord can take care of your doubts today. The Lord can take care of your fears today. Hallelujah. Because he can still do the work. Amen. He taught and emphasized his name and his spirit. He let them know repentance and remission of sins will be preached in his name beginning at Jerusalem. Tarry ye in the city of Jerusalem until you be endued with power from on high. I send the promise of the Father. Something more that's going to happen to you. There's something more that you're going to receive. Praise God. And then we read the passage. He was taken up. The cloud enveloped him. They looked steadfastly. Two men appeared and asked them, why stand ye gazing? And then they were assured, this same Jesus shall so come in like manner. Praise God. Oh, I'm thankful. We have that assurance. He's coming. He's coming. Hallelujah. The same one who did miracles. The same one who showed his power. The same one who was victorious over death, hell, and the grave. The same one who, whose name remitted our sins. The same one who poured out his spirit. Praise God. That's who we're waiting for. That's who we're going to see. That's who we're going to meet in that heavenly realm. Praise God. The dead in Christ are going to rise first. And then we which are alive and remain shall be caught together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. And so shall we ever be with the Lord. Praise God. Amen, amen, amen. Hallelujah. I'm thankful for the power of the Lord, the blessing of God, and the goodness of the Lord. Amen. So, so thankful that uh, uh, you gazed at this property and uh, you said... Uh, no, we can, we can build a building there. There, there, there can be a, a big sanctuary. We can, we can have a, a, a several hundred people show up. Praise God. The pastor doesn't have to do it all. We can, we can step right in here and, and, and do the work. Praise God. And um, he, he doesn't have to have it all on his shoulders. Praise God. Amen. You didn't stare up the steps. You stepped up the stairs and you got it done. Praise God. In the power of the Lord. Jesus said, lift up your eyes. Look on the fields. They're white already to harvest. You light a candle. You don't, you don't, uh, you don't put it under a bushel. You don't, you don't hide it away. Amen. That candle is going to light the whole house. You're the light of the world. Praise God. Right here. Amen. And oh, God's power can be revealed. You're the salt of the earth. That's the influence that God wants to use you to do. Light is influence. Salt is influence. Change agents. Praise God. The power of God is going to work. The blessings of the Lord are going to come forth. Amen. There are some times that I gazed. 49 years ago. Couldn't believe it. This beautiful girl. Brother Carnley, I was pastoring in Huna 
uh, as a single man. And uh, uh, God bless those brethren that would come and see me. They didn't leave me by myself. Brother Carnley, <laughs> some of you may remember him. He's a fine, fine, fine man of God, sitting in my kitchen there in Hunan. And uh, there's my fiance's picture on the table. And I didn't realize he was pulling my chain. I was ready to deck him. He said, nodded at the picture, that's, that's the homeliest girl I've ever seen. <laughs> I realized later he was, he was just goofing around. Just, But I still gaze. And I hope you do too when you see your sweetheart. Amen. Not just, not just Valentine's Day when things are sweet and things are nice. All the time. Praise God. But I remember gazing. We were planting the church in Ketchikan, and uh, we were having services in our living room, and uh, my mother was visiting. She had gotten baptized in Huna, and she was down uh, in Ketchikan visiting us, and uh, we had uh, a speaker come, and, and uh, we had service in our home and a good service. The next night, we decided just to have prayer. Yeah, there was just going to be a few of us, and so we went into the living room, and uh, you know, we had padded pews, uh, our, our couch, and uh, kitchen chairs. And so we're in, there, we're in there praying. And my mom was sitting on one of our kitchen chairs, and uh, we started praying with her. She hadn't received the Holy Ghost yet. And, uh, and she's just sitting there, just listening to what was being said and encouragement, direction, and so on. And uh, so we said, well, let's pray. And, and pretty soon, she wasn't speaking English. She wasn't speaking Clinket. We're, we're Clinket Indians. She wasn't speaking Clinket. She was talking in tongues as the Spirit of God filled her. And I just stood there with my mouth hanging open, just gazing at my mom after being in alcohol for almost all of her life, after all of the mess that the sin makes, I'm thankful that God filled her with his spirit, just like he promised, just like he declared. Hallelujah. Praise God. Amen. And it was so simple. It was so easy. She's just sitting there in the chair, her little hands raised, and uh, talking in tongues. Praise God. Because God is faithful to his word. God is faithful to his promise. Hallelujah. Amen. Oh, thank the Lord. The blessings of God that are so real and so powerful. All three of our boys received the Holy Ghost there. And uh, now uh, our boys preaching the word of the Lord. And it's just so good to see what God can do. Amen. Amen. It's okay for your pastor to just stand here sometimes and just gaze. Look what the Lord has done. Praise God. And just be amazed. Look at this beautiful sanctuary. Look at these wonderful people. Look at the new ones that God is calling out of darkness into his marvelous light. Look at the ones that have been baptized in the wonderful name of Jesus Christ according to the word of God. Their sins are remitted. Hallelujah. The devil doesn't have the opportunity to come and accuse anymore. Oh, no. Thank God for the power of the blood. Thank God for the power of the name. Thank God for the power of the Spirit and the Word of God that is fulfilled.
Amen. Oh, thank the Lord. Thank the Lord. Hallelujah. God's goodness, God's blessing, God's wonderful things. Amen. You may have, uh, yeah, as I shared, you may recall the pictures uh, in the uh, district uh, newsletter, the uh, Alaska Yukon Witness. You may remember uh, seeing uh, the vehicle. But uh, uh, Sister Kim uh, Churchill, you know, she, she lost uh, her mom, and she's running, um, she's running errands for the camp and, uh, and taking care of things, just like Sister Churchill did. And uh, she's driving back to the campground, and there are tears in her eyes. And she doesn't see that the vehicle ahead of her is stopped with its left turn signal going, I'm going to turn left. She's just driving along thinking about her mom. And then suddenly she realizes that car is stopped and she swerved, but her left fender caught the right rear and spun her Jeep around and she rolled four times. Came to a stop in the ditch on the right side and immediately she's on the passenger side, her car is up like that, immediately the door is yanked open. And a man reached in or, or looked in and said, you're okay. Didn't ask, are you okay? He said, you're okay. And said, undo your seatbelt. And, uh, and she did and fell to the, you know, the passenger door. And, uh, and, and, and this man now is holding the door up, the driver's door up, and reaches in and picks her up and lifts her out of the vehicle and puts her down. Got to go to the airport. And, uh, and he was gone. A lady came running up on the side of the road, tears run, streaming down her face. She said, I thought I was going to see a body in the wreckage here because you rolled four times. Is that something God can do? <laughs> Sister Kim had a few cuts, you know, from flying glass and so on. But if I had the chance to show you again the picture and the roof caved in, the, the, uh, the, the, the windshield broken out, and, and so on, how in the world can the door open even and the man lift her out while he's holding the door? You know, had to be a pretty tall guy <laughs> to be able to do it. Oh, I'm thankful God does not forsake his people. When he said, I'll never leave you nor forsake you, that's the promise that he would keep. That's the truth that he would hold. That's what God would keep that we would be able to hold on to. Oh, I'm thankful, I'm thankful, I'm thankful for the power of the Lord. Amen. In spite of setbacks, in spite of losses, keep your focus on the Lord. Lay aside every weight, the Bible says. Lay aside. Don't hold on to those things. The sin which does so easily beset us. No, get rid of those things. Run with patience the race that is set before us. Looking unto Jesus, the author, the finisher of our faith. Praise God. Praise God. Amen. Amen. The day before Thanksgiving, we're, we're in a hurry. We're you know, trying to get ready. We're, we're looking ahead to, uh, to things. And, and then all of a sudden, my um, daughter-in-law shows up at the house and wants to borrow my pickup. So what's going on? Uh, uh, the Swanson River Road goes just past our church. And it was only going to be an hour. He was going to take his dog into the woods, and he was going to 
show uh, the uh, you know the dog you know the, uh, hunting rabbits and whatever. He didn't take any survival gear. He knows better than that. He didn't take any situation that would uh, help him if he got lost, got stuck, and, and had to spend the night in the woods. It was only going to be an hour, back out to his vehicle, and then home again. But it didn't turn out that way. He saw lynx tracks and decided, my dog can chase that lynx, and uh, it'll get up in a tree, and at least I'll be able to see it. So in the chase, here he goes. And um, that was about 11 o'clock, maybe a little before, 11 o'clock Wednesday morning. About 4 o'clock, he realized, I don't know where I am. 5 o'clock, it's dark. And his vision blurs and then doubles. And uh, he decided, I'm just going to stay right here. 5 o'clock Wednesday, at about 5.30, and quickly expanded to state troopers and central emergency services, and, and uh, they're driving up and down. where we, we found his trail. We found his car. I thought at first it was just going to be his car got stuck. We got to pull him out of the snow berm or whatever, or maybe it, uh, the battery needed to be jumped and so on. So we took off, you know, just thinking it's, it's all going to be okay. We found his tracks where he got out of the vehicle, followed the tracks, crossed the road, and then into the woods. The, uh, the emergency vehicles went up and down the road, you know, their lights flashing, their sirens blaring. We asked Mike later, is it, didn't you hear those? Yeah, he said, but I thought somebody was in trouble. I thought somebody was getting pulled over. Helicopter came down from the rescue center, flew over him twice, never saw him, and he was real discouraged. The temperature dropped to five degrees, and uh, he's standing in that one spot waiting, waiting for his vision to clear, waiting for it to get daylight, and, um, and we're praying. It's a long night. Brother Josh Herring had his network of, of ministers praying. All around the district, people were praying. We're all calling on God. We're all believing the Lord. And I'm sitting there in my pickup. I'm looking at the tracks going in. Oh, God. Oh, God. What is going to happen here? What's going to take place? Jackson, his, his oldest, in the truck with me, I finally decided I better get him out of here. I don't know what they're going to bring out of the woods. I don't know what they're going to find. I, be, I better send him to my wife at the house. One of the dear ladies from the church, several of the people from the church showed up. They all, just everybody. The, the road was full of vehicles, hoping, praying, trusting God. My wife was, had uh, the two uh, daughters at the house, and um, Jasmine, uh, the oldest daughter, said, what, what, what will happen if, if, if my dad dies? I'm called to preach. She's eight years old. I'm called to preach. My dad won't hear me preach for the first time. She said, well, maybe God will let him look down from heaven and 
and see me preach the first time. And my wife praying, oh God, I can't do this. Oh God, I can't do this. Bo and Tobias Abbott, friends of, friends of ours, went in on a trail and they heard uh, a gunshot. They said, ah, he's in this area. He's right here. They came back out to the road to tell the other searchers what they were going to do. Went back in and uh, their headlamps, you know, it, it's dark. It's probably about, oh, maybe two in the morning by this time. I, th I really think CES was in recovery mode. They weren't in rescue mode now. They were in recovery mode. They knew five degrees out that long. Told their dad, yeah, we're going in. We're going to find him. We're not coming out without him. And so... In the trail they go again where they heard the shot. There was no shot. Mike didn't have any more ammo. I don't know of an angel flying around with a 22 or what it was. But they found his tracks. They followed him. Mike is hallucinating by now. He, he's, he's near collapse. Um, it, it, it's been 12 hours since he stood in that one spot. Longer since he'd been in the, in the woods. He got all sweaty when he was uh, trying to catch up with the lynx. He's all frozen now. And he's hallucinating. He's seeing drones flying overhead. And he's yelling and waving at him, trying to get attention. And that's what Bo and Tobias heard. And they finally got to him. He was all frozen. His coat was frozen, hats frozen, mitts frozen, his pants frozen. They immediately built a fire. And there's the picture of him now. That coat he has on is uh, Bo's coat. They finally got his jacket off that was frozen. They finally got it off of him and put uh, a warmer jacket on him. And Mike's still hallucinating. He's still, he's looking up there. He's trying to get him to look at the the drone flying over. I, I wrote a text to, to Josh. Josh wrote back, I can't stop crying. And I said, you and a whole bunch of us. I'm so thankful that God, 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 I'm thankful that there's, there's a warmth that we can find in the Holy Ghost. If you haven't received the Holy Ghost yet, God can do it right now in the next few minutes. I'm so thankful that there's a darkness that can be illuminated by the fire of the Holy Ghost and the power of the Lord that can come forth in a mighty way. Why don't you raise your hand right now and give praise to the Lord? Ah, why don't you trust God right now to fill you with His Spirit? In just the next few minutes, you can begin speaking in a language that you don't understand. It's God's way of letting you know supernaturally He has come into you and made you His dwelling place. Praise God. Come on, let's worship the Lord together here for a few minutes.
Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Glory to God, glory to God, glory to God. Alalabaya Glory to God, glory to God, glory to God. You see, God's not finished with you yet. God's not going to abandon you. God's not going to just turn you loose and let you wander on your own. Oh, no. Praise God. There's a lot of people praying for you. There's a lot of people believing God for you. There's a lot of people claiming you in the name of Jesus Christ. And the Lord is not finished with you yet. The Bible says, being confident of this very thing, he which hath begun a good work in you will perform it until the day of Jesus Christ. You can have that confidence. You can have that assurance. You can have that awareness. The Lord is going to do his job. The Lord is going to fulfill it. Praise God. I'm so, he still heals. He's still Jehovah Jireh. <laughs> Praise God. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. He took care of the sins of your past. He will take care of your future. He's already in your tomorrow. And he is right here, right now, a very present help in time of need. Thank God that we know his power. Thank God that we know his blessing. Thank God that we know his goodness. This same Jesus is here right now to minister to you. Praise God. Here right now to minister to your needs. Oh, thank God for his goodness. Thank God for his power. Whatever you need today, can, can you come? Can you come and stand in the front here? Whatever you need. You need the Holy Ghost? Oh, my. Let me assure you right now, right here. Praise God. God can fill you with his spirit. You need a healing touch? Come on. Come on. Step right up here. Amen. Amen. The power of God will come forth. The blessing of the Lord will be manifest. The goodness of God will be given. Hallelujah. Oh, I believe in it doth not yet appear what we shall be. But we know that when he shall appear, we shall be like him, for we shall see him as he is. Oh, what a gaze. Hallelujah. What a time of praise. What a time of lifting up the Lord. What a time of blessing that we're going to be able to receive. Come on, let's worship the Lord together. Come on, let's call on the Lord together. Let's believe the Lord together. Let him fill you with his spirit. Let him bless you with his touch. Let his hand be applied to you right now. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Come on, lift your voice to the Lord. Words of worship unto the Lord. That's what he desires right now. That's what he wants to hear. Hallelujah. Give him praise. Give him worship. Lift him up together.